Hi, friend. Welcome to Holly's Highlights, a podcast designed to encourage, inspire, and equip you to intentionally live your life full of purpose. I'm your host, Holly Kirby, motivational speaker, leadership cultivator, marketing strategist, and personal cheerleader. Let's check out today's highlight. As we close out the month of February, I thought we'd give a salute to all the entrepreneurs that are out there, as this month is Entrepreneurship Month. According to the U.S. Census Bureau, 5 million new businesses were registered in 2022. That is crazy. And in an article I was reading by Lestronda Alfred, she shares some fun facts about new businesses. One of them, most of those are in the retail or food industry kind of interesting there. I would have thought like coaching consulting. Uh, Second fun fact, only 65% of those new small businesses in the US are even profitable. That's kind of crazy too. Although I had heard on the side that like one in five actually survive their first year. So that that could be right along the lines there. And then the third fun fact was kind of the statistics of why people become entrepreneurs. So she shared that 47% of people are said to become entrepreneurs so they can be their own boss. Uh, 22% because they aren't ready to retire. And then there's the 31% that just want to pursue a passion. Yet the number one motivator is said to be that people are dissatisfied with corporate America. So we all have our different reasons for where we are in life. And as one who never set out to start a business or even start my own thing, I have had many questions come my way on this topic of entrepreneurship. So today I have Susan Carlson joining me to facilitate asking the questions that you have been sending in. And I hope this helps you and encourages you and perhaps even inspires you on your journey. Susan is not only my sweet neighbor and friend, but she is an entrepreneur who fascinates me. She owns and is the designer and creator at Felted Button. And in addition to that, her and her family own and operate Red Rig, which is Utah's favorite gaming experience. You can find out more about Red Rig at redrigfun.com or even on the show notes. I'll post how to connect with Susan and her company there. She is amazing and truly inspires me. So on that note, welcome, Susan. This feels a little odd, but I'm going to turn this episode over to you. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. It's good to chat with you. I always enjoy chatting with you, Holly. Me too. (laughs) We could talk forever. (laughs) We could. So um, share with us the backstory on your journey to becoming an accomplished entrepreneur. Oh, man, this is a mixture of many paths coming together, actually. So one, I had been asked throughout the years to speak at events, mainly women's retreats and conferences and special events like Christmas teas and such. Uh, The second thing being that my mom encouraged me for years to write a book, basically based on life I had experienced and challenges and trials and, and yet the hope that I continue to have through embracing those heartaches. And the day she passed, I promised her I would write that book. And then three, I have a leadership coach that I've used for years. And about the same time as all of this was going on, he had been encouraging me to become a leader coach also. So uh, he just kept sharing with me that I had a lot of talent and value there to offer people. So after my mom passed and then COVID hit, I suddenly found that time to write the book and to get my certification in coaching. And I was being asked to virtually speak at things. So 
Anyhow, all of this combined, I just asked my tax advisor, what does this look like? And he advised me to start my own business, which was very wise advice. Uh, God continued to open this door as my tax advisor. Again, he is awesome. His name is Tony Wolf, so shout out to Tony. I've actually had him on to share about preparing our year in finances. That was season one, episode 12. You can listen to all of his insights and wisdom there. But anyhow, he connected me with who is now my business lawyer, David York, who graciously set me all up. And before I knew it, I had a business speaking, consulting, and even coaching, which by the way, I have to do a shout out for David also. He has been on Holly's Highlights twice. So once sharing all the things we need to know to prepare for the unexpected, such as wills and advanced directives and, you know, all that fun stuff. Season two, I think it was episode 11 or 12. And then uh, where he was talking about being a good steward, because he's actually authored a book himself, The Gift of Lift. And that's in season three, episode 16. So he's he's just a really good man. And you can find his book there on, on Amazon. So I highly recommend that also. But um, so yeah, that, that's basically how everything came to be. And from there, other things just kind of morphed from those, you know, such as this episode or this even podcast of Holly's Highlights. It came about as publishers advising me to start a podcast in preparation for the book. And and then that podcast was picked up by our local paper here in Utah, the City Journals. So shout out to them to have a monthly column. And then I also had written out to or, or just wrote a letter after my mom's passing to Lifeway Devotion Magazine. And my intent was just to thank them for the devotions that they had been writing and the impact that they had had on me and my mom because we used to do those together. It was really cool. And that somehow opened a door to me being a contributing writer for the magazine, uh, which is called Journey. So all in all, it's been a really cool path to see that uh, this is not what I ever envisioned, and yet how God just took it and has blessed it. That's definitely an amazing journey. So what would you say is your personal definition of success and why? Oh, that's a deep question. Uh, (laughs) Wow. Uh, wow, that's a lot from that listener. Um, I'd say living my life for the glory of God and being in the center of his will is my definition of success. As to why that is, my desire is to glorify him in all that I do and all that I say and all that I think about. So I feel like to be in the center of his will today is how I'll be in the center of his will tomorrow. And living a life that is fully for the glory of God, well, I I just can't think of anything better than that. I completely agree with you. I I like your concept of a family mission statement. What constitutes a great mission statement? And would you mind sharing yours? No, I don't mind at all. Uh, First, I think what constitutes a great mission statement is one that all the family can align with and commit to. You know, each family is different and the goals and perspectives are different too. The dynamics are going to look differently compared to another family. So I don't think there's a cookie cutter design per se. It's more of what is a passion and a priority for that family. You know, what can bring them together to reach those goals and accomplish what they feel is their ultimate priority and purpose. So with that said, as for our mission statement, it's to encourage, heal, listen, and love as we grow in our walk with the Lord, all while showing care, compassion, kindness, and God's love to each other and others. That's beautiful. Who would you consider to be your most impactful mentor? Also, for those who are searching for the right business mentor, what advice would you give them? Oh, I am so blessed with some solid mentors in my life. My dad is hands down the wisest man I've ever known. So he's my faith mentor. 
my mom has been the biggest heart I've ever known. So she was and still is my life mentor. My brother is the most business savvy person. So he's my business kind of slash leadership mentor. And then my sister is an amazing mom. So she, as well as her husband, my brother-in-law, who's a great dad, and he's also retired from law enforcement. So he just has some good perspectives and experiences there too. I would say they are my parenting mentors. But as to advice on finding the right business mentor, I, I think it's more about surrounding ourselves with people who are just better in areas where we lack. You know, you'd, you don't want to be the smartest person at the table or in the room, as they say, but you need those different perspectives, people who will challenge you, but they need to be challenging you in a supportive way, a way that truly encourages you and that's for you in the end. So as I just shared my most impactful mentors, I, I also know I can call upon, you know, like Tony, as I mentioned, he's my tax advisor, if I have a financial question, or David, the business lawyer who can help steer me in the right direction there. I'm also very blessed to, to have access to um, you know, Dan Cathy and various leaders at Chick-fil-A Corporate who have invested in me and who I can seek insights on developing the culture and the heart of a business, like sustainability and community involvement and social responsibility. So basically, surround yourself with good people who truly want the best for you to see you succeed and reach your goals and, and they'll encourage you along that way. So it's not just going to a person. We don't want to put anyone on a pedestal, right? But a team to come alongside you and just be around you. And then from there, you really have to have an open mindset because what good is having all those resources if we're not willing to learn from them? So the willingness to really listen and truly hear what they're going to be saying so that we can learn and grow from you know some of the best. Yeah. In, in business, you and I both know it's important to have a solid team. How effective would you say personality assessments are when screening candidates? And are they always accurate? <laughs> I am going to confess, I am not a fan of using personality assessments to evaluate others. I, I just, in my experience in doing so, it can put people in a box, kind of like putting limitations on people and, and then almost create an unwanted, you know, hostile or even just a, an assumptive environment in a way. Mm -hmm. However, I do feel there are helpful for self-development purposes, like learning how you can best relate and interact with others based on what their personality assessment is. You know, um, I talk about this more in depth on Holly's highlights in I think it was season two, episode four. I definitely think there's a lot of purpose and application in them. So don't get me wrong, but it helps us better understand us, you know. Yeah. Um, as for accuracy, I do think we change as seasons change. So as we experience different things, as we get older, I, I just believe our results will differ. And so we shouldn't be kind of a one and done type scenario on those personality assessments. Now, I do have to, to give a, a little note here that I am a huge fan of learning our team's love languages. I, I don't think that is something that needs to be pre-screened, though, but rather those who are going to be working closely with us, you know, and it's not just at work. I think that also goes outside of our professional setting for being with our family and our close friends, because I, I just see that there's such benefit for us to learn each other's love languages. So we know how to best show that love or that appreciation, that care to other people. You know, we, we can share that what we feel is is how we would receive it, but then it just kind of falls on deaf ears, right? Right. But that's another topic we dive into on, on Holly's Highlights in Season 3, Episode 3. We go really into the love language. I love it. And yes, even those love languages can change with time too. So I, I think it's important to every so often kind of reevaluate that. 
That's interesting. Yeah, I understand that about love languages and how they do change over time. So you've spoken before on the significance of using your story. How is this effective in a leadership role? Well, I think that gone are the days when we check our baggage at the door. You know, our story can be effective in relating with those we lead. So being vulnerable and humanizing ourselves, which I think ultimately helps us connect even more with those around us and can help them open up. So they aren't just receptive of seeing who you are, but sharing who they are and what they are going through. Um, through all of this, I, I think it opens a door to growth and opportunities and, and development all around for both parties. It can be tiring trying to be, you know, perfect and deflating of, mm-hmm. of not allowing room for failure as, as an employee or as a, you know, team member on any team. But when we share our story of mess ups and mishaps as a leader, I think this can offer a sense of grace and mercy to those that we lead to where they can pick themselves up by the bootstrap, so to speak, and realize that they are going to get knocked down. We did too, but that you are living proof and encouragement to them that they can get back up and they can keep going. And it's it's not a, a failure or a defeat, but it's more of an opportunity to learn from those failures and how to push forward, you know, some of that perseverance that all of us need. Right. So I think there's a strength and support in, in just those numbers and your story can help connect you with those you lead so that there is more of a, I don't know, more of a mentality of we versus me type island, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I just think our story has immense impact and effectiveness as a leader. Wonderful. So your concept of, quote, living loved stood out to me. As a mother, what are some of the key core values that you've instilled in your children and were given to you to ensure a life experience of living loved? Mm. Wow, I love that question. Living loved. Yes, that is definitely a a concept to embrace. Um, Well, first, I I felt loved by my family my whole life. Uh, Yes, my brother pokes fun at me a lot. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Definitely that sibling fun or rivalry, whatever they might call it. And and I'm often the butt of jokes around the family gathering as a result. I mean, my brother is just hilarious. So let's just (laughs) give him credit where that's due. But but ultimately, I know I'm loved, you know. Um, Secondly, my faith and daily time with the Lord and in His Word reminds Reminds me I'm loved. What what I know of, of the goodness of God, I am loved. And yet, even with all of this upbringing and, and the you know solid walk of, of knowing that I'm loved and feeling loved, my divorce from almost 10 years ago, it really shattered me to what I saw as life was or as I knew it. And, and that's when I'm often reminded that Satan will just try to discourage me in that area. Yeah. And that's just going to be one of those areas that I have to continue you know, to fight for. Mm-hmm. But I've tried to pour myself into my kids, creating you know special moments to remind them that they are loved loved, such as Valentine's Day, doing special things like buying them a star and naming it after them, and then decorating their room full of glow-in-the-dark stars, reminding them that they shine <laughs> bright. You know, they, they love that. But yeah. it, was, it was my way of just reminding them that they matter and that they are valued and they make a difference in this world. Even their birthdays, you know, making a big to-do with special memories, such as a, a gaming truck for my son, where we all did what he loves to do, gaming all together, yeah. or uh, being very involved in their school throughout volunteering in their classrooms. So they saw my time investing in them and and attending anything and everything of theirs, you know, from sporting events and awards to shows and presentations. So basically showing up 
and showing them that they are my priority, you know, just being there. Yeah. Um, even late nights, you know, listening to them, making myself available. I love dating my kids. That's another thing I do. I, I love, you know, a nice dinner with my son or an evening at the pet store holding and loving on dogs with my daughter. And I just want them to know that they are loved more than they'll ever know. And so I'm very intentional about this and, and I invest much time and effort in helping them live loved, but then I mean that ran- branches out to even my family and and friends. But uh, back to more of my, what probably was your question. So sorry <laughs> on that tangent. Um, but the values that I hope I've instilled in them to live loved is ultimately leading them to have a personal relationship with God. I, I think this is not just through you know do what I say, not as I do, as as some can, but but actually living my life in reflection of who He is. This is through the choices I make, the words I use, the actions I take, you know, who I am through and through. And yes, this involves like, you know, things like involvement in church or um, serving others. That's key. Having a quiet time with God, that that's, you know, being in his word is vital and developing a prayer life. All of these take place and in, instilling in that relationship. But so does humility, you know, going to them and asking forgiveness when I mess up, showing that I'm human too. God is ultimately where our value lies. And I I try to teach them that, that our value is not anything, you know, it's not in sports, it's not in work, it's not in anything else. Our our ultimate value lies in God and God alone. And once we press into who He is, the goodness of God, we can more fully grasp this whole concept of living loved. It doesn't mean we always choose to do it, as I shared. That is where Satan will still try to to work in discouraging us, you know, but but when we have that solid foundation of knowing we are loved unconditionally by the one who created us in his image, that despite our just, you know, whatever happens in life, our circumstances, our choices made, our fears, our failures, he loves us. And as a mother, I, I just I get to help reinforce that love. And and I have the pleasure, the the privilege of showing love to my babies too. That's so wonderful. I see it. Um, when I follow you on Facebook, I see how much you love your children and those around you and how much you share of yourself Thank with you. them and your testimony. Thank you. And I, I love it. So let's talk about your book. <laughs> let's talk about your book, Facelift, Embracing Hope Through Your Heartaches. And it's soon to be released. And yes. I am so excited and feel so fortunate that Ooh. I was able to read an early draft of it. Yes, you were um, huge. You were one of my beta readers. I'm such so a, grateful. Such, such, a, such a beautiful testimony and such a beautiful book. So what do you hope readers expect to learn and gain inspiration from while reading about your journey? Yeah, I, I hope readers see that they're not alone. You know, that there is yeah. hope in whatever season or circumstance of life they're in. And that there can be purpose in their path, too, that truly God can take our ashes and turn them into something beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. And, and ultimately, that they'll they'll feel a lifting of their face. I mean, just like it says, that they'll be encouraged, inspired, and equipped to intentionally live their life full of purpose. That's, that's beautiful. It's wonderful. If you could sum up your life experiences with this, just, this is hard, three words, what would they be <laughs> and why? Yeah. Wow. Uh, three words. If you know me, I, I have no shortage of words. So um, <laughs> let's see. I would say uh, three words. God's got me. And um, and why is he's blessed me more than I could ever imagine. You know, I, I look back on my life and I'm just in awe at his goodness. My upbringing, my family, experiences and trips and recognitions, um, his provisions and protections, 
mm-hmm. what he's taught me along the way, what he's brought me through, how he's used me. I'm just in awe. And, and you know what? It goes beyond that to, I get to call him father. I get to call him friend. And yet he is king. He's sovereign over all. I'm, I'm just in awe. I, I fully trust him. I want to live fully sold out for him and everything I do, as I shared earlier, and everything I think about, everything I say, I just want to glorify him. And, and I know no matter what is to come, no matter what life brings, the challenges, the triumphs, the path of the knowns can be very scary. You know, what we don't know yeah. is, is often terrifying, yeah. but I know God's got me. That's beautifully faithful. It really is. So at this time, do you have any final thoughts, information, or insights that you think the listeners can benefit from knowing? Uh, Well, I welcome you to check out Facelift as shared. It's now available for pre-sales at bookstores such as Barnes & Noble and online retailers such as Amazon. Uh, It officially releases April 28th. So kind of watch for that. Yay! Yay! (laughs) Long time coming. Oh my goodness. Uh, Of course, feel free to not only check out Holly's Highlights podcast as you're doing right now. Thank you for listening. But please rate and leave reviews, even share with others who might benefit from this and other episodes. All of that helps with the sustainability as well as reaching new listeners who can benefit and enjoy the content. And then feel free to connect with me on website. Um, They're at hollykirby.com. You can check that out there. You can look at working with me either as a coach or if you need a speaker for an upcoming event. I am currently booking for book signings and interviews and speaking engagements. So you can look into that there too. Uh, Even sign up for a monthly email, which is the Holly's Happenings. And of course, you can find me on Facebook and TikTok at Holly's Highlights, as well as Instagram and LinkedIn at Holly Kirby. Thanks, Holly. It's so great to chat with you. You are so inspiring to me. Oh, thanks, Susan, for doing this. I really appreciate you, friend. Yes, happy to. Thank you for joining me on this journey of life. I hope that today's highlight has been encouraging, inspiring, and equipping so you can go out and live your life full of purpose. I'd be honored if you'd take a moment to leave a review, or better yet, subscribe. We can also stay in touch by joining my email list at hollykirby.com. That's H-O-L-L-Y-C-U-R-B-Y.com. Until next time, make it a great day for a great day.